You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag, hashtag Dork Podcast. Podcast. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Audio, Davey Eyeballs, aka Rick on Vaughn, Dick on Rick Rude Vaughn, Dick Dude, all hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm good. And yeah. the Davey Audio, you've called me Davey Audio several times yeah. since uh, in the past couple of weeks, and I feel as though my audio game has improved significantly. Yeah. Since people don't forget, Ryan. People, people don't forget. forget. I yeah. don't forget that, you know, I was on a phone for the yeah. start of this podcast for a got, long time. I got used to it. You got used to it because I had that good landline phone. You had a serious night because I talk to mm-hmm. people on phones all day long and mm-hmm. most of them are awful. So, right. Mike in the tunnel, right. Mike in the tunnel. Yeah. A nice crystal clear landline, man. That yep. is nice. That mm-hmm. is really nice. Ryan, I have two questions for you before we get into this week in Dork, and then we get into the topic of sure. Hit me, baby. All right. One of them was making the rounds on the Twitter today. HBO mm-hmm. just uh, posed a question. Their Twitter account posed a question. Who are the three best characters in the history of HBO? And so I tweeted a response from uh, at Dork Podcast, where you can follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't put a ton of thought into it, but right off the top of my head, I went Nora Durst, Carrie Coon's character from the Leftovers. Sure. Yep. Uh, Slim Charles, who is basically just my representative from The Wire. Sure. He's not necessarily the best, but I want I like him a lot. And then I put Arya Stark. Okay. Then I, then I agree with that. But then I thought, man, there's so many. Like, if you look there's at so those many. shows, there's so many other ones. Um, I don't know. Where do you go? Do you have any off the right off the top, right off the right off the cuff? Tony Soprano. Yep. Yep. Sure. Um, what about? I want to say Nucky Thompson, but like that's the <clears throat> the late seasons weren't that good. No. What about Jason um, Stackhouse from True Blood? Uh, Suki. What Suki. about Suki? Suki. <laughs> Or Bill Compton. Bill Compton. Um, uh, I would say Arya Stark as well. One of the mm-hmm. more compelling characters we've ever seen. Yeah. And. I mean, Larry David. Yeah, that's another good one. Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers is really good. You know. There's a so, lot of different directions you can go. Lot, um, what's that? There's a. Britton Germain from Flight of the Concords. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Love that show. My other question, Ryan. and this Ari Gold. Yeah, no, yeah. I character, show. Like, I know. Yeah, good I character. don't really like that show either. Yeah, character really hate the show. show. This one, Ryan. This has much more to do with the topic du jour. Sure. What is your favorite element on the periodic table? Like, it can be any element. I know. I'm trying to think of like because you know there's a Latin tie in here, and I'm trying to think of something clever to say. It's a bit of a long I, day. I have one that I think is probably your favorite. 
bore cool no that's not, that's not an element but not um boron no uh, not boron um lead <laughs> i was gonna say tin i thought you might be a big tin guy i'm a big tin guy no <laughs> big on zinc the huge zinc well for the big, for the you know for the sunscreen put it on the zinc oxide you know big zinc guy yeah we are big zinc guys i actually i was looking through it earlier because I, I was trying to see if you could put together uh R Von D in from the period. No, you can't. There is a V. I don't even know what the hell it is. There's a V, but there's no. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. It's a fun game, right? It's a fun fun game. game. What's yours? So, yeah. We like that fun. I like like silver. You know, put me down for silver. Sure. Uh, Ryan, you ready for the news of the week? I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. First thing, Ryan, and I know you're excited about this. Mm-hmm. I know that you are because you kept calling me all night to say, "Did you watch? Did you watch?" Did you I, watch? I called <laughs> you several times. <laughs> I finally, I, I said enough. You didn't enough. answer. I was worried. I had to block you. I had to block yeah. the numbers. What happened? I just they, I'm sorry that I care. You know, Jurassic World Battle at Big Rock is a short. It's like an eight minute short. Yep. That they tweeted out. They also posted it to YouTube. Kind of came out of nowhere and just nowhere. like a cool little Jurassic World, like post Jurassic World scene. And I thought it was great. There was some sweet dino action to be had. Mm-hmm. There was a like a family element, I guess, to it. Sure. I'm Did you watch? Did you even watch it? Nope. You fuck. <laughs> Come on. This was good. I got like, to die on some hill. It's going to be this one. Ryan, you like story, though. I do. I'm a this big story, story guy. This How much story have, can you have in eight minutes? Honestly, maybe too much story. The, the, the answer is some. I wanted more dino action. I'm sure you did. That's the, that's the thing about you dino people is you always yeah. want more. There's no satisfying you. You a Triceratops guy? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I think I, I do like the Triceratops guy more than you that Stegosaurus. A- I think that Stegosaurus is a real prick. Oh, is, no oh, pun for intended. Sure. For sure. Give it a give it a watch, Ryan. I think you're gonna really like it. Is there a Triceratops? Is there sweet Triceratops action in there? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spoil it too much for the people. Let at me home, guess. But... There's a raptor in there, right, or some like no. hybrid dinosaur that mixes there's it up. A, yeah, there's, a, there's a big bitch. There's a big yeah. bastard in there. Sure. But right next time you're on the can, so just pop on the uh, pop on Jurassic World Battle at Big Rock. Okay. All right. Yep. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, did you see that uh, James Gunn? To your head, Sean Gunn to your dick. Released his cast for the Suicide Squad. And what a cast. It's just a it's million a, people. I dare say it is an ensemble. <laughs> it's a little bit. Isn't it? It's like one How's of those rom-coms. French? Yeah. Uh, pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. It's macabre, but if you have a big cast, it's an ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, it's pretty it, good. It's like a like Happy whatever. Hicks in there. Taika's in there. Taika Watiti. Uh, but what's weird is so Suicide Squad came out a few years ago. Was mm-hmm. not the best feature film. Not great. Not great. Nope. But they're bringing back most of that cast. Like Margot Robbie's back. Jai Courtney's back. The dude who played Rick Flag is back. Amanda yep. Wall or Viola Davis is back. Uh, you also get uh, John Cena. He's gonna be yep. playing Peacemaker. Nathan Fillion is in it. Mm-hmm. Your guy Pete Davidson. It's my guy. Butthole eyes is my guy. <laughs> you can have him. All right. You can have him. Yeah, it's not it's not for me. No. Not for me. Did you see there was a Birds of Prey poster? Speaking of the DC. Yeah, and it was universe. just like a huge, huge Harley Quinn face. Yeah. But like in like little tiny. So we know where this movie's going. It's like little tiny people and like 
yeah. Huge Harley Quinn face. Because the official title of the film is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Fantabulous, not a word. Nah, they're going to throw it in there. It's though. not a word. Yeah. They're going to they're throw it in there. Yeah. But you have Harley Quinn. You have Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who, as you know, I love, love her. Friend She's of the fantastic. pod. She's playing Huntress. Yeah. So that's Great. a good one. Great casting. Uh, playing Black Canary in this is Journey Smollett Bell, who you would remember, Ryan, from Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. She was the one who was uh, Jess Merriweather, yep. who was like who was like the coach, wanted to be the coach, and was like yep. with Vince, kind of. Did you know? I owned the barbecue place, the barbecue yeah. joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She also, uh, she was in a bunch of episodes of True Blood. Uh, she was in a bunch of stuff. Did you know, and you could probably tell by her last name, she's the sister of... The younger sister of Jesse Smollett. Ju- Juicy Smollett, according Juicy. to Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> so Juicy Smollett. That had to be rough stuff. Yeah. But uh, Ewan McGregor's playing Black Mask in this. Which is great. I that mean, great cool, casting. Man. That could be pretty and cool. So speaking of Batman news, and I don't want to like, you know, shoot our wad right now, but did the Robert Pattinson Batman is based on, remember I tweeted this out to you? I thought you were going to pass out. I was worried about y'all week. Oof, this Based was... on the long Halloween. Yeah. I don't know if they're just talking about the suit. Or the story. If it's the story, I don't think they can do it in one movie. You can't do it in one movie. So maybe they're setting that up. But that would be... Because it's a whole year, right? Yeah. And if I've yeah. said it once, I've said it a million times, Ryan. That would be the perfect Netflix series. And yeah. each month is an episode. And it can yep. be anywhere from a half hour to an hour. And then, you know, that would, that would actually be that's worth it. That's the, the way to do it. But I remember if they're just talking about the suit with like the super long pointy ears, if I remember. Maybe. Remember it's he had like suit. Yeah, it's a good suit. And same with like uh, the cat. I don't know if Catwoman's going to be in her or not, but she's a really good suit. In she that. has to be. No, they're already they, they were talking about it. There was uh, who's playing some, Catwoman. So they were talking about it. Like they had some, like Vanessa Hudgens was rumored for a while. Oh, I don't hate that. I don't hate it. I don't hate that. I hear that, and I don't hate it. And yeah. So that, that was she. I I, I like the you dark like haired Selena Kyle. You know what I mean? Like I like the little bit dangerous. Okay. I know. you know what I mean? I think Anne, Anne Hathaway, as good as she was, was a little nah. squeaky clean for me. Too clean. You know? You gotta be kind of nasty. Yeah, you gotta be nasty. You gotta have a little bit of trailer in you, huh? A little bit of street street tough. Yeah, I think so. You know? So. Yep. You gotta drink milk from a saucer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Ryan, there's another Watchmen trailer. Where do you stand on Watchmen right now? Is this gonna be great, <laughs> awesome, terrible, average? What What's going on? It's gonna be good. I think I think what the, the more that we saw, yeah. it looks... Very HBO and yep. Lindelof being behind it, I think helps it a little bit, but that's burned you before. Um, but you know, I'm uh, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful, you're hopeful. All right, mm-hmm. uh, there was also a trailer for uh, a Netflix show coming out called Living with Yourself, where Paul Rudd will play multiple roles, multiple Paul Rudds. Yeah, I think everybody's gonna at least like it. What's more, what's better than one Paul Rudd? Probably two. Several, probably two Paul Rudds. Yeah. Also on the uh, the Netflix Big Mouth season three just had a trailer. We tweeted mm-hmm. that bad boy out at Dork Podcast as well. That show's just great. It's it just a great, great show, and in like the um, 
the trailer, like it picked up like right where it left off, you know, like with Jesse and like do the thing. I thought that was like super. Oh my God. It's I thought that be, was super funny. It's gonna be ridiculous. Like it's gonna be ridiculous. Clearly, the show's not for everyone, but for those that like it, or uh, actually, I don't think anybody likes it. I think everybody either you love it or you don't watch it, or you don't or you love it or you don't watch it, or like yeah. you don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That's it. Those are the yeah. three things. Mm-hmm. Ryan, that's the way the news goes. If you want to get to your news, yeah, let's do it. It's time for Davey's video game All right, what do you have? Well, we get a lot to talk about this week, Richard, and I mm. hope it doesn't take away from the topic, uh, whatever you call it. I call um, it topic du jour, but we'll get to but, it. But well, let's start with the good stuff. So New Zelda this week, Link's Awakening, has been rebooted. It's on the Switch now. So if people love that game, they played it. It's great. Whatever. Um, Borderlands, I've been playing a lot of Borderlands 3. It's awesome. Um, it's kind of they, anything that you've had issues with with Borderlands before, they've kind of, they've kind of fi- fixed it. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, but the game, as I said on Twitter before the game, I, I finally got my hands on a VR headset and I thought it was going to make me incredibly motion sick, but I'm here to tell you beat saber. And I know I'm super late to this and this game has been out for like two years now, but, and I don't say this a lot on the podcast, Richard, no, you don't the most fun you can have with your clothes on. Come on. Beat saber. Really? Did you like guitar hero? I did. Do you like Star Wars? Brian, you know that I like Star Wars. Have you always wanted to swing a lightsaber? Yeah, of course I have. This game is for you. All right. I this am surprised like I, because I was with you at David B's when you were on the uh That was that was DR. more of a ride. If I'm standing still, I'm fine. I think you were quite sick after that experience. You were too. Don't, I wasn't don't feeling put it all great. on me. You weren't I feeling great. I wasn't yeah. feeling great. It could have been those like super sugary drinks they made us too. We also had very sugary drinks. We did. Tough combination. So that might have been it. Yeah. All right. But I need to um, I should probably play this then. But yeah, if you will, I'll bring it over one time. We'll have fun with it. Um, right. And the other thing too, the other thing very frustrating to me, NHL 20 comes out. I don't know how there's like, here's my problem with NHL games. There are nuances to hockey that they just can't get quite right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if you watch a baseball game, like them closing the glove, like it never looks right. Or the ball yeah. in the glove, like never yeah. looks right. There's certain stuff in hockey like, no hockey player would ever just keep skating forward as a puck was behind them. Like they would like adjust their body and like catch a pass. Mm. You know what I mean? And there's yeah. like, you wouldn't stick your stick directly in someone's feet to trip them. You know, like the poke check yeah. is like always broken in these games. You're always yeah, tripping yeah. people. It's yeah. annoying. The game. So they fixed, they did some cool stuff with the shooting. So that's cool. But yeah. other than that, um, and some really good news, Richard. And they speaking of being late to the party this Friday, so the 19th, not to yeah. timestamp this, uh-huh. uh, no, Thursday, the, the 19th is Thursday. What day is today? Today's Tuesday. So the Sega Genesis Mini is coming out. It has 40 games. Um, oh, wait, wait. All of them you want to play. Do you want me to give you a list? Of, let's just some hit, heavy hitters here. Of course. You I'll give me you. yes or no if you would play it right today. Okay. Echo the Dolphin. No. Sonic the Hedgehog. The first one? Yep. No. Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Yes. Altered Beast? No. Streets of Rage? Yes. Earthworm Jim? Yes. Golden Axe? No. You liar. Street Fighter 2, <laughs> Special Championship Edition? Yes. Virtua Fighter 2? Uh, actually, yes. Kid Chameleon? No. Road Rash 2? Yes. Actually, wait, wait I for heard it. that recently. Yeah. 
Eternal champions. Of course I would. I'd be Larson. Toe Jam and Earl. Yes. Yes. All included in yeah, the Sega Genesis. Pretty mini. good. So that's a good pretty. And there's 40 games. Those are just the heavy hitters. Uh, the issue that people are having, though. Is, is Mortal Kombat in there? No Mortal Kombat. Mm. But they're only giving you a three-button controller instead of the six. Okay. So mm. people are like, Street Fighter is like unplayable. Yeah, that's tough. Because you needed that extra row. Yeah, that's tough. Remember, the problem is there's no yeah. NHL 94 or 95, no, right? Which yeah. there are no, as far as I can tell, there's no, no sports. sports games. But because that's what both. would separate it. Like if you had NBA Jam and NHL, then yeah. like you're like, now we're playing. Well, they got Contra Hardcore. They have okay. uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. <laughs> Vector Man. Ghouls and Ghosts. What's the oh, difference between what's the difference between a ghoul and a ghost? I don't know. The but I think one of them like it's the spookier. bones are their dollars. Well, one of them the worms are their money, right? So yeah. that's the, I don't know. I have to ask somebody else. Um, he said play something spooky. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Um, and then we're gonna end. I was gonna save this for my pick of the pod, Richard, but we're gonna end on a bit of a somber tone. Jesus Christ, we have a whole um, episode to go. I got a whole episode to go. Um, so I'm just gonna come out and say it, Richard. Um, the Arvon D Twitch stream is dead. What the fuck? Why? It's Why I, is it dead? It's dead because there's just not enough hours in the day, Richard. In order to be a viable, successful stream, you need to do it on a regular schedule for like at least three hours at a clip. Ryan, you have just disappointed fives of people. Five people. And, and like, I want to say thank you to those people out <laughs> like, you know, Joe Glossner, Backcracker, Dr. Joe, like all those guys who like uh, Ray Bones, everyone who's come out and watched me like throughout the, I just, I just can't do it anymore. Well, it's official. I just can't. Today is the worst day of my life. Today's the worst day of your life that you can't sometimes watch me stream. Correct. Yeah, that's it. I know it's bad, but like you as <laughs> and a, leave as, it on in the bathroom or leave it on while I go do other things. Yeah, yeah. I can't you do like, that anymore. Like turn it on and then like walk away from it. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's uh, I fit. I Ugh. I can't do it at the level I want to do it. So it's time to to hang it up. But on a personal level, Richard, I wish I was dead. <laughs> streaming streaming becomes less fun the more you do it. Um, as you yeah. know, video games have always been kind of like a safe space for me. Something yeah. I can kind of do like meditatively and like. I didn't know you were going to retire. We could we could have spent we could have this could have been a whole episode. Well, I wanted to, I wanted a, a real reaction out of you, which I'm getting. Well, right, right. Now. I, I feel very disappointed for both people. I feel nauseous. Don't feel nauseous. It's fine. But like, think of I I when someone asks me what it's like to stream a lot, I tell them like, picture yourself doing something that you find very relaxing. Rich is dry heaving at me oh. right now. Um. Picture something you find to do that you find yourself doing. It's very relaxing. I think can of think like of a yoga thing. class. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's what I was now, thinking Now picture of. yourself doing yoga. Yeah. Or the thing you were thinking of. Uh-huh. I'm right there again. And the whole time you're trying to relax, people are asking you questions. That's the whole point of streaming. People are Hold watching on. you. Do, I know. I just, it's that's not the for, whole it's not point. It's just what not you, for me. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. When you signed up to do twitch.tv slash Arvon D, what did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be a way for me and uh, <laughs> to, a way for to me make to make millions be, of dollars. No, to, to be never have to work again. No, um, I thought it was a fun way to interact with people that I wouldn't normally do. And I found that it's just not working. You know, I got I, a job. I listen, got a wife. I got two kids. Can I, 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 I yeah, allow, allow me a volley here? Yeah. It's not not working. Is it, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, so point taken, you know, I point feel taken. like you brought some people together. <laughs> I thought 
that it was a time where we could join in yeah and complain about things yeah we could watch you struggle with super meat boy we could you could see me get very cross <laughs> no that's your boy cuphead oh cuphead fuck cuphead so you get very frustrated playing cuphead once it's hard it's too hard yeah but how about this we'll still leave the door open because on our youtube channel we can live stream video games like whenever we want like randomly oh yeah ghetto streams we can the yeah. the, the, the door is not shut yeah. the door is not locked it's shut and unlocked I'm telling you, this really, this really knocked me on my ass today. Well, let's uh, let's get into something you want to talk about, Richard, because I feel like I've we've exa- we've we've uh, you know we've done this, so let's do this. Feline AIDS is the topic today. <laughs> is the topic du jour. It might as well be. Would it make you feel better if we talk about Jessica Jones? Actually, yes. Okay, let's yeah. do that. Let's yeah. get into it. Season three, Jessica. Actually, this is the closest we've been to Jessica Jones. We're we're in it. We're in that area. We're, we're basically doing it. We're in the Brilliant. ballpark. Let me ask you a simple question after hearing mm-hmm. that kind of news, which I'm sure I'm not even really comprehending. I may have to have a reaction video at some point yep. about the news of the day. Really, the mm-hmm. biggest news of the day. Uh, but, the pod. Uh, do you have it? <laughs> Pick the pot, Davies Twitch stream. Let me ask you a very simple question. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the topic du jour? Uh, no, I think I'm going to hang it up. Nope. For the topic du jour, too. You're, quit, I you're quitting do that. the topic du jour. I'm quitting the topic du jour. Bring me in for the beginning and the end. That's it. <laughs> YouTube video game minute. They just hang out. You just hang like, out until the end. Yeah. Ryan, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today it is Breaking Bad Season 2. Yep. I believe it is Episode 75. You can check the archives. Episode 75, that is our um, Breaking Bad Season 1 episode. Mm-hmm. And so this is season two. We're finally getting back to it. And the reason is that El Camino movie is coming up, right? So we're going to go right up until that. And that's going to be on Netflix. So this is 13 episodes on AMC uh, out in, I think, 2009 is when it originated. And now it is on Netflix where you can watch it. Let's start spoiler-free, Ryan. And I'm actually going to go shut off this dehumidifier. So let me first ask you, and you can just, you talk. I'll be right back. Let me ask you this, Ryan. Did you like it? Let me tell you this. Now, I'm going to go because I'm going to keep talking until Rich pops back in the frame. This is a complex question because I don't think in all of the pantheon of things that we have talked about on Dork Podcast that there have been many things that I like more than this. Right. There is nothing I like more than Breaking Bad. I think that's true because I actually went back. I don't normally listen to our episodes back, but mm-hmm. I wanted to – listen to season one just to sort of rather than me rewatch season one i listen to our episode on season one to sort of like catch up and there's definitely a passion there there's a vigor let me tell you this breaking bad i will tell you this there are so many shows are you all right you running yeah i sprinted in the other room you didn't go that far far. you gotta we need to get you on an elliptical or something you didn't go that far and you're not go far at all you like walter white but i did go quick okay yeah. So I'm quicker than I am fast. There, there are many shows <laughs> that have a down year mm-hmm. that as the show goes, gets kind of muddy. Not only did this show end at the perfect time, it got better every yeah. single year, every single episode. And I don't think that's ever been done. I don't think it has either. Because again, you can't I, name I, a show that's as consistently good as this one. Don't say the wire because you ignore an entire season of that show. I do. I personally do not ignore a whole season. I think the wire is the only show that's better. 
I don't think it goes in order though. The wire, mm-hmm. like the wire to me probably would go three, four, one, two, five, like for like yeah. best to worst. Um, it's hard to compare to sitcoms, obviously, but like right. Seinfeld is another show that does not really have a bad episode. I mean, they might have like a handful of bad episodes, but they right. have more episodes than this. And also, again, it's really apples to oranges. And like I said, I don't think there's a single bad episode of this show. I, I think you're right. I mean, there certainly isn't this season. I just rewatched no. the whole thing prior to doing this oh, episode. These are awesome. And they're smart, too. And like unlike a lot of these you know, network shows... You had, I think, seven episodes season one, and then mm-hmm. it's 13, 13, 13, 16 yeah. to end it. So there's 62 total episodes. There's no filler. And a lot of times you'll get on shows just a storyline that I don't even think the writers know where it's going or something. No. Or they or they just they never end up paying it off. Whereas Breaking Bad is just the whole thing is good. And like every character that they bring in is important like there's some there's something for them to do yes and so we really don't need to do spoilers i was going to do non-spoilers but like this show's been out for so long we're just going to dive into it because I, I think the best way to do it and this can whether you rewatched all these on netflix or you just want sort of a trip through memory lane as we get you up yeah, until yeah. the movie um let's just go episode by episode and talk about some of the stuff that, that well, before happened. we get into spoilers i'm just going to say to the people i'm going to say it super close to the microphone yeah what the fuck are you doing oh, if you haven't watched this show yeah. What are you doing? There's this is one of those shows I would be upset with someone if they've told me they've never seen it. Yeah, this is one of those this is one of the few ones really. And not only that, there's no you have no excuse. Uh, you don't have any excuses anymore. It's on, it's on Netflix. Like you, everyone has Netflix. Now, Ryan, there's no one, excuse. Now, somebody might say and they'd be they'd be smart to say this about most things. You can't watch everything. This is something I think you have you to watch. Air, you have to like if, like, you're, well, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen this show, like, what are you doing? Yeah, why wouldn't you watch it? I guess it'd be a good yeah. question. Why wouldn't you? And I don't think anybody, could, if they haven't, could give me a good reason. No. And it's really not that daunting. I mean, once you start binge-watching a show, like 62 episodes, it's not like it's 110. No. And they were all on AMC, so each episode mm-hmm. is really like 47 40, minutes now. You know, 42 to 47 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Except so for the last one. I think the last one's a little bit longer. I think in like the pilot and the finale might be like an hour, but whatever. Yeah. Like that's, you know, you should, you should be able to give this a go. Um, all right, let's just dive in here. So season one sort of establishes Walter White and sort of sets up what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the cancer diagnosis, him deciding to make meth, the partnership with Jesse. So you, they're starting to pick up steam a little bit, but they certainly aren't pros by any stretch. No, not even Walt, Walt even says this later on in this season it's one step forward, two steps back. And that's always the case with them. Like just when you think they have a little bit of a breakthrough, they just, something really happens. Either they lose all their money, they lose all their product. Something happens. Yep. Um, so let's start right away. Season or episode one called 737. And basically you're finding out Walt is doing the numbers in his head. And he's like, how much money do I need? Like for my kids. So right mm-hmm. now he has a almost a 16 year old son. And then his wife at the time of the season opens up is seven months pregnant and he's crunching the numbers. He's adding inflation. He's saying, how much money do I need for colleges? But all the while, and this is one of the, the big themes early the first few seasons, is Walt can't tell anybody. Like, he, his family doesn't know, obviously. Like, he's not comfortable telling Skylar because Skylar is mad at Marie for shoplifting. Like, she, right. she would get mad at the smallest offense, let alone what Walt's mm-hmm. doing. And right. you can tell that's, like, a growing frustration for Walt because he's actually paying for his cancer treatments, which... He's not telling people. 
and he's yeah. got he's trying to find a way to make money, and yet he can't share what he's doing. So I think that's driving him just as nuts as anything. Well, yeah, and I think having having to play second at this point, like he's kind of he has he knows how to do the the cook for the meth, but like Jesse's kind of telling him what to do. So he's taking his he's getting his shots called by some like kid who failed his chemistry class. You know what I mean? So that's like yeah. yeah. And I don't think that's a struggle for him too. But like even in this first episode, like the things that like the seventh or like the gun Jesse buys, yep, and the ricin exist throughout the rest of the show. Oh yeah, it's it's sets you up. This is actually the episode where Walt introduces right the ricin and what they can do, and because so. They're still dealing with Tuco at this point, which we mm-hmm. got at the end of season one. And now you have Tuco, who's as nuts as anything. He actually kills the guy right in front of Walt and Jesse when they're when they're meeting. Yeah, because he talked. He said something to he said something to them, and he wasn't supposed to. He like, talked out of turn. He did. And he what actually, was the guy's name? It was uh, uh, He said something to Walt and Jesse, like you better listen to them. And then Tuco turns to him. He's like, "What are you saying that they're stupid?" Or he's like, "Or they're not going to listen to me?" Or like, "What yeah. are you saying?" And the guy's like, "No, no, no. I'm just you know." He's like trying to be tough. And then Tuco just started beating the shit out of him. He um, killed him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he died and he was mad. And then he tried making those guys like revive him. And then he got mad at them. So clearly right. like, Tuco at this point is such a loose cannon. Like obviously. Bit of a live wire that Tuco. But also what you got in this episode. And there was definitely like some sex scenes in the first season with Walt and Skyler. Yeah. Remember there was the one in the car. There was the one at like the PTA yeah. meeting. There was like his birthday. There was some stuff. And it, a lot of times it's after he kind of breaks the law. Yes. But like he's feeling like a little bit of like reinvigorated or whatever. He's got some lead pencil. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little, he's yeah. a little fired up. He had a Mountain Dew kickstart and he's ready yeah, to go. Yeah, he's ready to go. He's supposed to have those in the morning. He had them in the afternoon. So he's, he, you know. But this one, this one was not pretty. This was. No, this is when she like stopped him, right? He like almost raped her in the kitchen. Yeah. And she's like, stop. She's like, what are you she, doing? She was like, no. And then he kept going. She's like, yeah. okay, stop. But like, seriously, stop. And then she'd like yell at him because he was just like thrusting her into. He and actually he was like, almost crying. Yeah. It she like, like, it was like, she had like a mask on, like one of those like, yeah. you know, like goopy masks. And he like pushed her face into the fridge. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Jesus Christ. I didn't care for it. I did not no. care for it. No. And then also, this episode ends with Tuco. Uh, he basically finds Jesse and then he makes Jesse go pick up Walt because now Tuco's starting to lose his mind. Cause obviously he just killed his one guy. Right. The other guy you find out later on, I think in the next episode that the other big dude is dead. Right. And he ended up killing himself cause he was trying to move the, the body. But now Tuco's freaking out cause he doesn't know if there's an informant. He doesn't know what's going on. Right. So he goes so, and, and basically gets Jesse and Walt. And that's how that episode ends. Is so Walt, correct me if I'm wrong too. Is yeah. this the one where they, the very first time they steal the methylamine? No, that was season one. Okay. They stole the methylamine in season one. So they have all the methylamine right now. Okay. All right. They have all the methylamine. And so now Tuco in Jesse's car is making them drive somewhere. Yes. And so he's got both of them. And Walt was just in a, an argument with Skyler. And he comes outside because he sees it. And first of all, he just thinks it's Jesse. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? Right. And Tuco's in the back seat, And so now they go. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, Walt is missing. So Walt now you get, now you get into episode two entitled "Grilled." Walt's missing. The family's freaking out. They put signs up. <laughs> By the way, he's five eleven, one sixty five, and I understand he has cancer. And they say he lost five pounds. So either way, so five eleven, one seventy. That's a tiny little dude. The wisp of a guy. That's a that was like me in high school. He's taller than me. Taller than me, but yeah. not. No, no. 
This is also the first episode, Ryan, as Tuco has both of those guys, where we get Hector Salamanca. Hector Salamanca. Tio. Tio. Who's ringing his bell. And what I'm surprised, like, I know that guy didn't say anything, but like the facial expressions that that guy has, like the entire show is incredible. Well, it's also, if you guys watch Better Call Saul, seeing him in Better Call Saul when he's not the way that he is now was also pretty cool. It was awesome. Yeah. I remember the first time seeing him. And I don't think I watched season two live. I want to say I watched one and two on DVD or whatever, and then picked it up season three of Breaking Bad. I think is how it happened. But the first time I saw Hector Salamanca, I was like, what a great idea for a character. Like a guy that's obviously seen some stuff. He's involved in all kinds of stuff. Can't talk, Mm -hmm. but he can ring his bell. And like, he he knows what's going on. Right. He sees Jesse and Walt and he's, he knows what's happening there. And he just keeps ringing his bell. Pretty crazy. And so anyway, these guys have the, uh, they have like poison meth because they had decided that the best way to kill Tuco is to like poison him. Cause he's always like testing the meth and everything like that. So they bring it out. They have a bag cause they're out in the middle of nowhere. And it's just the four of them. It's just Hector Tuco, Walt and Jesse. Mm -hmm. And Tuco's about to take the poison meth. And Jesse is like explaining to him about how it's the new batch. And he says that the there's a secret ingredient in it. And he says it's chili powder. Yeah, remember chili that pee. He, used to, he used to make his meth that way. Chili pee, yeah. And then Tuco goes, oh, I hate chili powder. And then doesn't take it. And then yeah. Walt's like so pissed. Yeah. Um, this is the one of the few times that Walt actually saves Jesse. Because Tuco's about to kill, because he knows that Walt's like the main guy that cooks, yeah. and he was going to take him and bring him to Mexico and have him cook. And he was about to kill Jesse, and Walt stuck up for him and said, you know, like, I need him or whatever. Yes. Which is not that common of occurrence. Do you- but it's, it's, I think it. this is still the moment where, like, it's true. I think it's true that, like, Walt needs Jesse. It's in the later seasons that he won't admit it. He won't admit the fact that like mm-hmm. he needs Jesse to help him, and he, he needs Jesse to like, on, yeah, as like his whipping boy. Later on this season, somebody asks him about Jesse, and he says, uh, "Because he does what I tell him to do." Yeah, like that's why he likes him. But he does say, and maybe he just thinks he has a better chance of surviving if he's there, because clearly he's the one of the most selfish characters in the history of show. Oh my god, yeah. But the other thing too is like it's not just him. No, like I don't get all the blame because I have this kid too. Yeah, right. No, that's you true. Know. That's true. Uh, but the scene though, again with with uh, Hector and because Tuco's asking him questions and he's he's just ringing the bell. Like it's pretty tense. Anyway, they get yeah. out. They it spills outside. Jesse actually shoots Tuco, but doesn't kill him. Mm-hmm. So he shoots him in the chest because you're like, well, wait a minute. Like we've seen Walt kill guys so far in the series. We have not seen oh Jesse God. kill anybody. Yeah. And so Jesse shoots him, but then Hank shows up. He sees Tuco, and he's the one that kills Tuco at the end of season or episode two. And because he's looking, he finds Jesse's car. Right. Yeah. And so Jesse and Walt are able to get away. He shoots Tuco, and that's sort of that. Uh, episode three is entitled "Bit by a Dead Bee," and so now this is Walt's. But so Walt's not been missing for a few days. Yeah. And so he needs to figure out how can I spin this where. I wasn't abducted by like a guy in the cartel. So he does the old naked guy in the high low market and just pretends like he was like unconscious for a while. And if there was a bad if there was a bad storyline in the show, there isn't. 
This yeah. is as close as they get to it. The fugue state. This is as close as fugue state is as close as they get to it. What? What? What could he have done better than this, though? That's the thing. I mean, that's why it's not bad. Is because like, yeah. what do you do? Like, you're up against the wall. You have to make up the most ridiculous thing you could think of. Yeah. You know? Right, because you can't just take off, right? Because, I mean, the one thing you could do is you could be like, I was just so stressing out about whatever, and I just left. But even then, it's like your family's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you couldn't tell me? Yeah, right. And then your family's upset about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because I, as I was watching, I'm like, well, what else What else could you do? This ended up having a little bit more more side effects than he wanted, you know, because they're like now the doctor's trying to figure it out he had to stay in the hospital longer than he wanted to and all this stuff yeah but i was like and he yeah. was there for like he was gone for like days right yeah he was gone for days yeah and then he was just standing there completely naked in the high low market and it was funny because Sky- it. skyler was saying to marie skyler was like oh he was n- naked in like a convenience store and marie goes it wasn't whole foods was it <laughs> like I don't know why that matters, but that's pretty good. Because you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of whole. I mean, no, you, you know can't. as well as anybody. You don't I want sure to do. Yeah, you can't be doing that. No. So this is also so they find so they both get back and Jesse cleans out his basement with Badger. So mm-hmm. he does he does all that. Uh, there's tests in the hospital for Walter, and so he has to stay, which I don't think he really anticipated that part of no. it. No. You know, because like when to you tell your why. mom you're sick and you wind up having to go to the hospital. Yeah. So yeah. that's his sort of alibi. Jesse, meanwhile. He knows they're going to be on to him, so he goes to the hotel with that with the prostitute Wendy. Wendy, yep. And then so he has a whole plan, and she's on his side, thankfully. But he was like, "Oh, I was just partying for three days in like a motel," which yeah. they're not really buying. But so he ends up having to go in there with Hank, and then they, but but he's able to he's able to get out. And what was crazy too is a great scene was they find Hector Salamanca. And they bring him into the interrogation. Yeah. And Jesse's freaking out because he's ringing the bell. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they start out with something like Jesse's like, oh, he doesn't even know like what planet he's on. And then they ask him, they're like, are you on Mars? Doesn't ring it. Are you on like Saturn? Doesn't ring it. Are you on Earth? Ding. And so like, yeah. pretty good enough for me. But then they ask Hector, they're like, was this guy at your place or whatever? Doesn't ring it. Doesn't ring it. You're not a rat. He's not a rat. And they, they said that the, these guys will not talk to a DEA agent. They won't say nope. a word. And then uh, he shit in his chair. <laughs> Which is like, because you see him like starting to get up and you're like, oh my God, he's going to do something. He's going to do something. And then he just craps his shorts right in front he of the looks DEA. right at him. Yeah. Right at him. Shits in his chair. And just is like, <laughs> come get some. Clean but it that's, up. That's a badass scene though. That's awesome. That was a That's awesome. If you want to get out of a DEA interrogation, shit in your yourself. pants and don't yeah. ring your bell. Don't ring your bell and shit in your pants. Jesse yep. also tells Walt in this episode that he's out 68 grand because they took his money. Yeah. Right. So like they, cause they always, they're splitting their money all the time, mm-hmm. but this time Jesse loses his and Walt doesn't care. And basically only asks if his name is like, your up. problem. Yeah. Right. That's your problem. Like, yeah. By the way, real wet shit. From Hector Salamanca too. It was not solid at all. No, no, no. It was. Like, it was like he threw up out of his butt. <laughs> is what we're dealing with. Sure was, Rich. He made a face like there could have been more coming, or no? He made such a face like he did not have to shit. 
No, but he no. made sure that he did. <laughs> he was like waiting to yeah. be pushed to be wheeled in. Like he'd been holding that in. Like he had some like no. Maybe. I I go the other way. I think he probably just actually took like a normal poop, and then he comes in here and he's like, "I got to do this to prove a point." He didn't he, have to go. No, but he had been eating some meats that it might have been turned. It might have been. <laughs> Because there is his tummy was not where it well, should have been. The last thing he ate was probably that. Uh, actually, no, he didn't eat. Remember, because Tuco made all those guys burritos, and then he tossed his on the floor because that's it was poisoned. Yeah, remember they put the they put the poison in Tuco's, and then he rang his bell, and then they switched, and then he tossed it. So they almost killed Tuco that way too. But yep, didn't happen. Uh, episode four is entitled "Down," and oh, also in some of these episodes, you're getting like these flash forwards. With yes. stuff like a stuffed animal in the pool, guys cleaning stuff, body bags. So you're like, you don't really know what's going on, but, but you know something's going to happen. Yeah, something's amiss, and you'll probably get a, a payoff. Uh, Walt ends up giving Jesse. So remember, Jesse said he was out sixty eight grand. Mm-hmm. Walt gives Jesse six hundred dollars. Yes, <laughs> six hundred dollars. Uh, Walt tries to explain having a second cell phone to Skyler. Never good. Who's not dealing with that nonsense? Never good. You don't want to have your burner around your uh, no. significant other. Yeah. No. Uh, so Jesse, this whole time, had been living at his aunt's house, who he had like been with up until she died from cancer. Yes. And Jesse, she parents, apparently left him the house. Right. Yeah. But the parents say not so much. So Jesse's parents kick him out of said house. Which is the way that we're going to get to this. But one of the most baller moves of this season happens because of that house. And the very first time I actually liked Jesse. Okay. Because Jesse's kind of annoying until this point because he's kind of like a fuck up until this happens. Okay. All right. Until the introduction of another character, which, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know who is. uh, So, also, and this is the episode where Walt Jr. starts referring to himself as Flynn. Flynn. Yes. (laughs) He's not Flynn. Flynn. He's a different person. Yeah. But still needs his breakfast. And so he wants to know where the fuck breakfast is. Got to have his breakfast. Always complains. It's not the right cereal. It's not the right bacon. It's not Turkey the right bacon. Bits. He's yeah. always pissed off about stuff. And so his friend, they reference his friend Lewis all Lewis. the time. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis is in three total episodes. Yeah. But he's always, it, they're always talking about Lewis. And so this Lewis, I think it might even be two different actors, but this Lewis that shows up at the door. Yeah. You might remember him, Ryan. Yeah. From the movie Get Out. Where he plays Allison Williams' brother. Shut up. That's him. He's also in three billboards outside of that. Uh, whatever. That's him. And um, you'll never forget this. He's in Friday Night Lights. He's the drummer of um, Plemons' band, Crucifictorious. Come on. That's the same actor. Yeah. Lou, fucking Lewis. Lewis is, and he's in this for like two minutes. Yeah. But so anyway, Flynn's there. But he's a character we talk about, you know, here we are, yeah. you know, how many years later talking about fucking Lewis. Because that's always the way to write off like a scene where they didn't want Walt Jr. at the house. They're like, oh, he's at yeah. Lewis. That's like, which, what it was. Yeah. Where where you been? Yeah. And, and so that kid's had a very successful career. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the one where you get driving lessons with Walt and Walt Jr. And he's using both feet. Something mm. I did. Something I did in my first really? time driving. I tried to use both feet. Yeah. I feel like that's dangerous. It's super dangerous, but that's how I played. Um, <laughs> that's how I played NASCAR, the arcade NASCAR USA. That's how I played that with two. I feet. mean, I don't think that's probably the worst. I, think, I feel like driving out in the open roads. Well, not. I didn't know any better. How the fuck? Yeah. I was 15 years old. Uh, this is also so Jesse's RV was with Clovis, who was Clovis's cousin. Yep. And so he takes back the RV. So that's a pretty good scene. But he also falls through the ceiling of a Portageon. 
Mm-hmm. A portalette, right? And isn't he all like blue when he gets in there? Yes, he does. He yeah. goes diving through that, falls through. <laughs> it's a mess. Uh, Walton Skyler uh, fight again because she's obviously she knows he's lying about something. Oh sure. Uh, but then right after that, Walt takes it out on Jesse because Jesse shows up outside the house with the RV. And yes, this is an interesting scene because Walt he's clearly mad at Skyler, but he's freaking out at Jesse, and then Jesse actually attacks him and like takes him down, like physically, like takes him down, which, which he should. Crazy. But then, because Skyler took off, so the house was empty. So then Walt brings him in and gives him half the money and makes him breakfast. There you go. He's so, looking for some sense of normalcy. He does a little bit of that. You know? Also, we find out this episode that Skyler smokes. Oh, while oh. she's pregnant, and and uh, not good. It's awesome because like this is when you start to see the cracks with Walt because he actually starts giving her shit because yeah. she's smoking. Yeah, he like he's so you. offended that yeah. she's smoking. Yeah. Not great. She is pregnant, so you shouldn't be doing that. You should not like, be doing that. I've read that on the back of packs. Should, oh, yeah. But at the same time, like, come on, dude. Who are you to be telling anybody what's right and what's wrong? Because you come on, clearly dude. have no clue. Yeah. All right. Episode five is entitled Breakage. Uh, Hank gets promoted, of course, after killing Tuco and all that yep. stuff. And they give but, him the grill in the, the uh, in the acrylic yes. thing, which is they actually get, pretty badass. But. They give him Tuco's grill as a nice little keepsake, a little paperweight, mm-hmm. a little action. Yep. But here we go, around the debut of Jessica Jones. Here we go. Jane, Marvel. a.k.a. Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse's trying to convince her to let him rent. Uh, he says this was, you know, when you watch this multiple times now, when he first meets her and he's trying to convince her because she's like, you need to fill out all this paperwork. And he's like, obviously, I can't. You yeah. know, he's like, I can pay you cash. And so that's obviously kind of a red flag. But he says to Jane, if you let if you let me rent this place, quote, you won't regret this. Oh, yeah. 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 I bet. <laughs> I bet she does. Uh, you get the first look at uh, Schrader Brow, which is Hank's beer that he makes. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Walt and Jesse start cooking again. Uh, Jesse has, uh, he's got a plan now because again, they still don't know how to move the product very well. Right. And so they bring back Skinny Pete, Combo, and Badger. Love them. And it, it's actually funny because he invites them all over to the house and there's no furniture in the house. And Jesse's like, oh, I'm going to you know, put like a sick, sick flat screen up here. Sick plasma. And then they get into a whole debate about plasma and LCD. And he's like, well, the plasma, it, it leaves, it, it leaves, burns. it burns in there. Yep. Like, yeah, but it's the, it's the darker blacks. It's like, it's like a sharper picture, <laughs> which is a conversation I've yeah. probably had with somebody in my life. You know, of course I had that before I bought my first, uh, you don't want plasma. I actually got a plasma. Depends on what room of the house it's in, my dude. Depends on what, if it's a dark, if it's a dark yeah. room, you want the, you want the plasma. I do. If it's yeah. a well-lit room, you want the LCD. There you go. There you go. It'd be as simple as that. Uh, you find out this episode too, just like just how pissed Skyler is about Marie shoplifting. Uh, Skinny Pete is robbed by a couple of meth heads in this episode. Yeah, some lookers, huh? Uh huh. And then Walt is really pissed because he realizes that well, people could just be walking all over their guys. So he gives Jesse a gun and tells him to quote handle it. Mm-hmm. Which Ryan, how would you how would you take that? Uh, you're going to need to go and kill somebody, build right. up some street cred. Right. That's mm-hmm. what you would. That's what you would think. Episode six is entitled Peekaboo. Uh, one of the more depressing episodes. Yeah, this yeah. this one is pretty depressing. This is also and it, and it opens up again at the end of episode five. Jesse has the gun. He's told to handle it. This episode opens up with a cricket cr- or whatever kind of bug crawling on Jesse's foot mm-hmm. and he won't even step on it. Yeah. And then Skinny Pete comes over and stomps on it. You know what I mean? And it's just like yeah. just like kind of further proof that like Jesse is That's not. A good even pickup. I didn't even notice that before. Yeah. Good job. 
Thank Good you. For you. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then they're making he's making fun of Skinny Pete because he got uh jacked by a guy named Spooge. <laughs> yes. The guy's name is Spooge. Spooge. So this is this is what what you're saying, Davey. So J- uh, Jesse ends up going to the meth head's house, and there's nobody home at first except for a dirty little poor kid. Yeah, that's awful. It's terrible. Just awful. He's dirty see. doesn't the talk. house is disgusting. Mm-hmm. It gets one channel. It's just infomercials, and he's all by himself, and it's just like his face is all grimy. Yeah, he's hungry. It's it's fucking sad. It's real super sad. Super super sad. Yeah. And there's there's that look that 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 moment where Jesse realizes that he's somehow responsible for this. Yeah, I think he does. Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. like that somehow me doing what I'm doing is causing yeah. this kid to be live like this. You know? Yeah. Uh, Skyler, talks- Jesse's got the heart. You know? He does. Walt, yeah. Walt might yeah. have the brains, but Jesse's got the the heart. You know? Uh, Skylar talks to Gretchen about the payments in this episode. Yeah. And then Gretchen ends up keeping the secret, but then Walt talks to Gretchen. Walt's a complete dickhead to her. Yes. Uh, Walt ends up telling Skylar that they can't pay for any more because they're now broke. Like he completely lies about all yep. of this shit. Like he's just more lie. Like the, all, all he does is lie to Skylar, mm-hmm. which is again is crazy because you go back to the original point of this whole show is he is trying to get money because he thinks he's going to die soon. So he's like, I'm going to get so much money. So Skylar and my two kids don't have to worry about it. But he's an asshole to all of them. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's complete like narcissistic yeah. like behavior. That's like, it's incredibly interesting to watch because there's that moment where like he realizes, and it's like in season one where he goes to like talk to Tuco about, and they blow up the room and he's got Jesse and whatever, when he puts on that hat and that's the realization that like mm-hmm. he's turning into like Heisenberg. And there's so another, have, Yeah. And we haven't talked about like the fact that like the name Heisenberg is more predominant in this this season than it was yep, in season. There's one. a lot of it. Yeah. And there's a scene coming up later in the season that I think really sums up what Walt's going through as well. Mm-hmm. Um this is also then ultimately the meth head mom kills the meth head dad with yeah. the safe. Keeps calling her a skank, so she drops yeah. the ATM on his head. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh episode seven called Negro E Azul, which four years of Spanish will tell you. Black and blue. There you go. Uh, it opens with this bizarre music video with Danny Trejo in it. It's like really weird. It's like a video all about Heisenberg. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. very weird. But this is the episode where you get Danny Trejo or mm-hmm. Tortuga, which is pretty awesome. Walt also meets Jane for the first time. Yes. And this is another episode in which Jesse wants to quit. Another example of where Jesse wants out. Yep. After that, after seeing what he saw, after the ATM you know, thing, yep. he's a mess. We also meet Ted Beneke in this, uh, oh, yeah, this episode. Ted, Ted mm-hmm. Beneke. Uh, ultimately, Danny Trejo ends up with uh, he's dead, and his head is put on a turtle. Yep. Which then explodes. Right, and they're all making fun of Hank because Hank goes because this is what this is promotion. So they're down yep. there, and he's about to get sick and they're all laughing at Hank and Hank runs away. Cause he's about to throw up and then it blows up, blows off a guy's leg. And it's just the most fucked up thing yeah. ever. Jesse also, he, Jesse does get a flat screen. And then this episode ends with Jane grabbing Jesse's hand as they're sitting in like lawn chairs. So they're clearly becoming, they're about to become they're a an couple. item. Episode they're eight, item. Ryan is entitled better call Saul. And this is the, the, there's the whole turning point here 
where like I love the addition of this character because you need something to oh, kind of like you know the, you, all the problems you think like why aren't we dealing with this like how are you gonna if you get all this cash you can't pay for stuff in cash you can't like how are you gonna figure this out one of the so, great like season two add-on characters of all time and like for the rest of the series yep like this guy becomes serious you think he's a clown but he becomes like integral to the entire story oh he's here yeah without him i don't know where they go i mean he's he's just a great Mm -hmm. uh addition and so this actually this episode opens with badger sitting on a bench and the bench behind him is an ad for better call saul and then so the cop played by DJ Qualls, DJ Qualls, the yep. skinny fuck from Road Trip, yep. is trying to set up Badger. And Badger basically calls him out that he's a cop, and then he still ends up selling to him because he's super dumb. And so he gets arrested. Yep. Uh, the Better Call Saul commercials are outrageous. They show a whole bunch of the commercials, and they're just out ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Jane and Jesse uh, end up banging. They're yeah, hot item here. They're going you find, steady. You find out that Jane is 18 months clean in recovery. Right. You're like, and that's oh. why her father's kind of a hard ass. And you yeah. meet him at this point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're like, I uh, don't know if this is going to go well. Mm-hmm. Right. Like at this point where you're like, come on. Yeah. Uh, but then so Saul ends up representing Badger. So he goes in there and does that. Uh, it's funny. Jesse, when he's talking to, talking to Walt about Saul, he's like, he's the guy I'd hire. And Walt's <laughs> like, yeah, no kidding. Because you saw like one of his commercials or yeah. whatever. And then this is actually interesting. Uh, I didn't realize this after watching like all of Better Call Saul, but this first episode that he's in, Saul tells Walt that his real name is actually McGill. Yep. He's like, I'm not like, you know, Saul Goodman's like, obviously just like this. It's thing. Like it brings people in, you know? Yeah. But he's like, my real name is McGill. I was like, no shit. Yeah. Um, and then so Saul, so they actually, the first time they pitched Saul, they were like, they were trying to like, you know, get him on their side or whatever and he turned them down like the first sign yes. of like you know Told them to get out doing yeah. like illegal stuff so then they end up kidnapping him and, and that then, was a great scene too he's like put a dollar in my pocket yeah take a dollar yeah, put yeah. it in my pocket because now you paid me i'm your lawyer i can't tell anybody and he's been doing that in better call saul too oh yeah and then what's crazy is this so they end up like they're like we need to put somebody in jail you got because he keeps like telling him he's like you could always kill like always kill you know, shiv badger or whatever like yeah. they're like we're not killing badger so they use this guy they call jimmy in and out who jimmy in and out been in I love, jail yeah. for everybody it's great that's insane <laughs> uh you, you pay the guy to go to jail for you yeah awesome. and he actually kind of looked like walter in a little bit kind of did yeah uh episode nine is called four days out uh saul is crunching the money laundering the number like doing all that stuff and I like that his cut is 17%. Which is a weird number. It's a lot, though. It's a lot. That's a lot. So this is the episode, the Four Days Out episode, is to me one of the ones that is very memorable, even like years later. Because this is the one where Walt and Jesse go out into the middle of nowhere in the RV. They oh, cook yeah. For yeah. four days. And Walt yells at Jesse to get the keys off the table. So he puts the keys in the ignition and it just drains the battery. It drains the battery. So they have to make the battery. And then he, there's like a fire. The generator catches on fire. And then Jesse uses their drinking water to put it out. And it's just like such a father-son moment where mm-hmm. like the kid's actually, he's trying to help. And he's just fucking yeah. making it worse. Making it worse. And then so they, you know, in the words of... uh the Martian, Matt Damon, they science the shit out of it to get their way out. Yep. And one of the great scenes in this is Walt is like coming with these breakthroughs and like Jesse's like super excited because like they, they might find a way out. And so he's spinning around this like wire. And so Walt is like, so you know, he's like, what element comes to mind? And Jesse looks at him and goes, ah, 
wire. <laughs> he goes, no, <laughs> copper. Copper. <laughs> um, what element comes to mind? Wire. Uh, oh, but and then, then it's so, Jesse who makes the magnet later on. Who's the idea for the magnet later on? It is science. Science, science. bitch. So yeah. Jesse. So at this point, Walt's been like coughing up blood. So he thinks he's definitely going to die soon. Yes. Like he thinks it's definitely elevating. And Jesse says to Walt, like, no matter what happens, like your family will get half. Like you will get your share. Mm-hmm. You and this think- is the moment where like Jesse realizes. Because Walt starts coughing up blood in front of Jesse, and he notices like the pe- he he like he gets hot and he like opens up like the yeah the suit and he, he can see like the chemo thing. So he know now Jesse knows. Well, he this knew the- no, he knew he had cancer for a while. I thought it was. I thought this is when he like takes the thing off and he can no, see like the. He sniffed, uh, that's not this episode. He sniffed it out in season one. Okay, but this is where he's like clearly you're dying. And but what he sniffs out here is Walt told him he's like we got to cook all this because the methylamine is going to go bad right. and, that's, and, and, and jesse's it. like the methylamine doesn't go bad does it and he's yeah. like you just you're trying to speed this up yeah but my question is jesse says he would if walt died he would still give walt's family half the money mm-hmm. do you think walt would do the same for Je- no. jesse has a family but there's no chance no shit no. no shot he does it for him so this is to me i think one of the most telling things of the whole series is at the end of this episode, you find out that Walt is in remission and that like the tumor has shrunk like 80% and he's like actually doing really well. And all of his family has such a positive reaction and he just kind of like puts his head down. Yeah. It's like, he's disappointed. He is. He's pissed. And it's because I think before he had nothing to lose. So he could try to be the, do this new life. And Mm -hmm. if he does well, great. Worst case scenario is what he's going to die anyway. He's going to die anyway. But now it's like, like, Oh shit. Like I'm, I'm probably actually gonna live. And there's like that moment. But he's in like, too deep because that yeah. guy's gonna live. But he's, but he's still he. He's never for a second thought about not doing this. If and if I told you you had like six months to live, you would want to do everything in your to do everything you've ever wanted to do, and you're not mm-hmm. gonna leave a dime. Like mm-hmm. you're just gonna make sure that like I get the most out of this. Right. And then I uh, like a week to go, and you're like, by the way, that's bullshit. You yeah, like you're fun. actually gonna be fine. You're like, yeah. Huh. <laughs> like well now what do i do i can't stop because i've i've you know i, I think yeah. he likes it too much mm-hmm. you know he's enjoying himself too much that he knows he can't stop i think you're right you know episodes, so it's such uh, a cool scene it is and then it sort of it, it goes into the next episode which is number 10 it's entitled over and you see that jesse is legit happy for walt like walt explains it to him i think they're having like breakfast mm-hmm. or whatever and he's pumped for him and yep. it's funny because Walt's been a shithead to Jesse overall. Yes. But Walt or Jesse actually like likes him. Where again, if the roles were reversed, Walt wouldn't care. No, like he, if he was working with Jesse and Jesse was sick and Jesse got good news. They wasn't sick anymore. I don't think Walt would even bat an eye. No, I think at this point, no, I think maybe later on. And then, so they no. throw Walt a big party. Skylar does. And like oh all God. the family stuff is over there. And it's amazing because they're all excited. Skylar's there. Hank's making margaritas. And this speech is outrageous. They go to Walt. Walt goes, when I first got diagnosed, I said, why me? And they're all like, yeah, like they're, they're nodding. They're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right on. He goes, yeah. and then when I got the news that I was in remission, I said the same thing. And they're like, what? And okay. Hank, goes, <laughs> Hank goes, inspirational. <laughs> Uh, this um, is also the episode where Walt keeps feeding yeah. his son tequila. 
Yeah. Does not go well. He throws up in the pool. Yeah. Throws up in the pool. Right near the filter, though, which is good. Three shots. Three tequila shots. He is 15, and he's probably like 100 pounds. Yeah. But that that was a quick turnaround. In quick succession, dude. Those were like back-to-back shots, though. So you got to, you you know. But this is where you get Walt and Hank are really kind of like. It's like, what are you doing? Giving each other the business. He's like, Hank's trying to be nice and trying to like cut him off. And then remember, he like covers the, he covers the cup with his hand, and and Walt pours the tequila like over his hand. Yeah, and Hank's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "My son." There's a whole thing. He's yeah. like, you know, "It's my son." I, you know, but there's like he's trying to big dick Hank. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Another scene which is crazy is, especially if you know what's going to happen, is if you jump over to Jesse's apartment, he was trying to make Jane uh, breakfast in bed. So he's yes. like in the kitchen, and he's like whipping up stuff, and he's like got orange juice or whatever. And she comes walking in and Jesse goes, oh, you weren't supposed to wake up. And Jane says, what, like ever? Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy. It's good writing right there. It is good writing. Yeah. And then Jesse's going through like his art. He's got a whole bunch of superheroes, including Rewindo. <laughs> There's some bad ones. There's he just, like, she's like, so what does he like travel back in time? He goes, no, he just walks backwards. Like backwards, back and back, as fast as you can. Backwards, back and back. I can walk as fast as you can. Here's a, here's a, uh, so Jane worked as like a tattoo artist or something like that, but had yeah. no tattoos. Had right. no tattoos, which but is, you don't do that. You know and what her line was, though? What's that? Too much of a commitment. And here's my line. This might be a bit of a hot take, Richard. I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. Both Jesse and Jane, shitty artists. Not great artists. You didn't like Apology Girl? I did not like Apology Girl, no. Not good artists, huh? No. So you're telling me right now you wouldn't let Jane give you a tattoo? I would not. Would you rather have a bad tattoo or no tattoo? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No tattoo. Let's not get into this now. Well, we both could speak from experience. Yes. It's just what it is, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, this oh, and this is actually I found funny just because of Jessica Jones. But while they're going through the artwork, Jesse says to her, "He's like, what? You never wanted to have a superpower? Huh, pretty good. <laughs> a couple years later. <laughs> uh, so this is actually the episode where Jane's dad debuts. Yes, and she pretends like she barely knows Jesse, and that kind of set Jesse off the deep end. Like Jesse didn't like that. Part no, no, because that's when Apology Girl comes. Mm-hmm. She apologized, mm-hmm. slipped it under the door." Skyler and Ted are getting a little bit closer yeah. here. Sure. Who do you think was more thirsty for the other? I think Ted. Ted was uh because Ted doesn't give a shit. No, Ted, yeah, because he's divorced or whatever now. Yes. They were both kind of Oh, she went there knowing. She yeah. went there knowing. Yeah. You know. This episode also because doesn't Marie says something to her like you're working for him again? Didn't he try to to try to make a move on you yeah, or something like the Christmas party. She's like, yeah. oh, he apologized, but like clearly, yeah. Well, because there's a theory out there. One of the uh, Keith Spiracies out there is that Walt Jr. might be like Ted's kid. What do you think? Lines up. Lines up. Probably Looks does. like him. Probably does. Uh, this episode also, Walt sees that asshole buying ingredients at like the. Oh, that's awesome. And he, like, and he's just like giving him shit. And it's funny because it's like a guy who's like slapping around like a younger, like yeah. smaller guy. Same thing. Telling him what to do. It's like the same. 
And he's like, you're an idiot. Like, don't buy this all in one place. Like, what are you doing? And then he's like, the guy's like, who the fuck? Like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, you know who I am or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Number 11, uh, episode 11 is Mandala. And the little kid on the bicycle shoots and Uh, kills combo or combo. I like combo. I like combo too. I like combo a lot. I didn't like his lip piercing. It bothered me. Didn't care for that. And then what's fucked up though is Jesse tells Walt that combo's dead. And Walt's response is like, which one is that? Yeah, which who? Yeah. Not good. Not good. But this is this is sending Jesse down a dark path. Yeah, not good. This is also when <clears throat> Saul basically gives them really good advice. Walt and Jesse are sitting with Saul, and Saul's like, you guys suck at pedaling math. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you, need, you need to figure this out. Yes. Um, And then this obviously episode is huge because Jesse's so upset about Combo, he tells Jane that she needs to leave so he can smoke crystal and and jane's like it doesn't make it better and he's like yeah it does and then so he goes into his room jane's about to leave then jane turns around and joins him and joins him but also this is a significant episode by who we get now in this episode yes. your boy my boy gustavo gus fring gus fring which the is debut. probably one of the best bad guys Great back history of television. We get Los Poyos Hermanos. Yep. The first time. The 2018 Gentlemen's Club Fantasy Football team winners. Yep. Los Poyos Hermanos. Los owned by Poyos. your boy. Rohan Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so this this scene is weird. You get uh it's a it's Ted Beneke's birthday. Yes. And he makes Skylar sing happy birthday to him like Marilyn Monroe. Super weird. That's weird. In the workplace, you in the can't workplace, do that anymore. You cannot do that. You cannot do that anymore. You cannot do that. Like, Remember, you did that for me one time, Skyler. Yeah. yeah. No, can't do that. So Walt finally gets a meeting with Gus Fring, who didn't mm-hmm. want to meet with them at first, but Walt figured out who it was and all that other stuff. And Gus asks him because so Gus doesn't trust the two, basically because he saw Jesse come in high and mm-hmm. late. Yes, and then so he's the one who asked Walt. He's like, "Why do you?" Why do you need him? And that, and Walt says, because he does what I say and I can trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the look on Gus's face, and it's an awesome, awesome acting when he's like all smiles and like the restaurant manager. And then he's, he's talking to like the, his face just goes completely blank. Amazing. It's he's, awesome. He's really good. And like when he's doing the stuff, like cleaning the tables and like filling up the cokes and stuff like it's yeah. amazing like knowing who he is and like what he's mm-hmm. doing is, is pretty good uh you also find out that ted is breaking rules at work he's doing like bullshit with like the, cooking the books he's cooking <laughs> classic cook of the books cook of the books yep. so they have 38 pounds of meth yeah and they are they finally get a call they'll get 1.2 million dollars for 38 pounds of meth if it's but, there in an hour yeah right he has yeah. one hour to do it. And oh, by the way, the baby's on the way. Now, what do you do? What do you do? That's because that this is breaking bad. It's a tragedy. Yep. So like yep. obviously nothing can go right. Right. Nothing can go right ever. There always has to be something, you know. The twelfth episode of the season is called Phoenix. Uh Walt misses the birth of his daughter because mm-hmm. he's running around trying to get that. Turns out Ted Beneke is the one who drove Skylar to the uh hospital and was in the room when Walt got there. Yep, and Walt was not happy about that. No. And the best, too, is Jesse calls Walt thinking that he got robbed. Yes. 
But in reality, Walt went to Jesse's and got the all the meth out of like his sink. And like Jesse's owner told him where it was, but he was so right. high he didn't even know. He didn't even know. Couldn't wake him up. Um, so Walt tells on Jesse, that smack. Yeah. So Walt yeah. tells Jesse how much he actually tells him, which I was a little surprised by. He does tell him how much money they got, but he says he won't give it to him. Yes, until he gets himself cleaned up, he won't give it to him. Right. Mm-hmm. You also get Flynn starts the GoFundMe page. Yes. Yeah. Dave Walter White. Right. SaveWalterWhite.com. Uh, and I also found it was interesting because Saul references this a few times about how, like, Walt's doing all this and yet he can't confide in his wife. Right. It just seems like it. I don't know. Like, if he could have, it just would have been so much easier. Although the show wouldn't have been as good. But it wouldn't have been as good. Like, but it's like, man. Like, he just like if can't. I think if if I think I, I have a good enough relationship with my spouse that if I told her why I was doing this. Yeah. She would disagree with me and tell me to stop, but she would get it. Yeah, I think I think so too. You know? I think my wife would be like, especially knowing what's going on. Like it's one thing if I was like just now, I was like, I think I want to get into this. She'd be like, Why? <laughs> She'd be like, no chance. But if it was like, listen, there's a time timetable. Here's what we have for you know. Here's what's in the bank. I think this is what's best. Let's let's try it. You know, you can't get you can't get in trouble for this. I will. Yeah. Right. Right. You can't testify against me. You know, they, they go through yeah. this all, uh, later on. Like, yeah. you can't go to jail because of me. You can't. And then it's yeah. great. So Jesse is telling um, Jane that he's owed uh, 480. And Jane yeah. says, man, if somebody owed me 500 bucks, I'd be pissed. And then, like, as he's passing out from, like, the heroin, he's like, no, 480,000. And she, like, <laughs> loses her mind. Yep. Uh, but then Jane's dad storms in and you get all of that stuff. Um and then she, as mature young adults as they are, their their action is to run away. Yeah. They get the money and run away. They want to they wanna get the money. So Jane's the one who calls Walt. So mm-hmm. Jane's like it basically like blackmails him because she knows he's a teacher. And then I, I also found this interesting. I think for a moment, obviously Walt's pissed at Jesse. And I think Walt is upset, um, obviously, with what's going on and that he's like, you know, he's such a junkie now. But don't you think part of him is also jealous that oh, yeah. he's Absolutely. in a relationship where he Absolutely. could tell Jane? Yeah. Yep. And he's he, like, You told Jane how much money? And Jane's like, Yeah, he told me everything. Yeah. And not only that, but like, he knows that like eventually this girl could take him away. Mm-hmm. And then he's screwed. Yeah. So there's like that jealousy there, but also like, you know, he needs Jesse too. It's yeah. like that codependent relationship. And you start to see that now. But you also see the, uh, now you see what a terrible human being Walter White has become. Walter White is terrible. And also you see Jane too, like absolutely flip when she's on drugs. And that's, yes. unfortunately that's the reality, right? Like that's, but it's, it's a good representation. I think of that, how like people always talk about like, Oh, when, when so-and-so is sober, they act like this. And then when they're not, you yeah, know what I mean? it's a, it's a real thing, man. It's yeah. a real thing. And it's, For it's, sure. um, yeah, just the highs and lows that, that come along with that. And because like, when they're doing, you know, obviously one's an upper, one's a downer, but they were like, they're doing the meth and they're like, we're going to do all these things and, you know, I'm going to be an artist and I'm going to do this. And then they're like, the crash, you know, oh, they're, they're talking about where they're going to go. And it's great. Yeah. Because yeah. Jesse's like, is New Zealand part of Australia? And Jade goes, New Zealand is New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, even want- high. And she's like waving him off. She's like, yeah. New Zealand's New Zealand. No, no. Yeah. Walt uh, ends up meeting Jane's dad in a bar. Yes. And like they're just talking or whatever. Walt ends up going back to Jesse's, and this is one of the most this pivotal, important yep. scenes in the history of television, and certainly for this show. 
and because they had they had set this up throughout the episode with when Jesse got high, Jane made sure that he went on his side. She's like, "Don't go, yeah. don't go on your back." Yeah. Uh, when the baby was at the house, they're like, "Well, don't make make sure the baby's on the on her stomach, right? Like, mm-hmm. make sure the baby's on her side or on her back, or not on her back, not on her back, but like make sure." Yeah, they kept showing that, and then so Walt goes back to Jesse. He tries to wake up Jesse, and while he's doing that. He knocks Jane over on her back. She throws up, chokes on her own vomit. OD is dead. And, and he watches her die. He watches her die. But I, so that's like the famous scene is like he watches her die. But the reality is she wouldn't even have been on her back if he didn't shake Jesse. Right. Which I didn't he, realize until watching it. Again. She was on her side. She was. And he shook Jesse and she rolled over onto her back. Yep. Yeah. But then he cried. Walt had tears coming down his face. He put his after hand over fact. his mouth yeah. after the fact. And it was like he was trying not to, still not trying to wake Jesse up. But then ever, every moment after that, watching the show, you're just thinking, when is Jesse going to find out? Will he ever find yeah. out? And this is the moment I stopped rooting for Walter White. Yep. I just wanted to see how he was going to fuck up. Yep. I stopped rooting for him as a person and I didn't really care that he, cause he, at this point, the whole point is like, you're rooting for him cause he wants to like provide for his family. He's doing the wrong things for the right reason. Now he's not. Now he's just a piece of shit. Crazy. Crazy. And you're All waiting right. for the crash and burn. I'm with you. All right. Let's just rip through this uh, episode. The final episode, episode 13, ABQ, of course, uh, Albuquerque. Uh, you get more of the flash forwards. You don't really know it's a plane crash. I'm not really sure what's going on. You get the scene where Jesse wakes up. He's trying to revive Jane. This is also the debut of Mike Airman Trout, which is an awesome scene. Yep. When he comes storming in and he's like, this is he's, what you say. He's I woke up. I found her that way. Winston Wolf. Yeah. So then uh, Jesse ends up going to like a drug cave where Walt goes and gets him. Yep. Uh, Walt gets the surgery that he needs. Um, there's a little bit of a time jump now. They jump ahead like a couple of months, basically. Um, and then Skylar has just had enough and she wants Walt gone. She gives him two days to get out of there. She's so sick of all his lies. She found out about the two phones. She found out about Gretchen and Elliot not paying the lie about him going to see his mother. Like it all came crashing down. It was the one he said, uh, when he was going into surgery, she's like, give me, hand me your cell phone. He said, which one? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was, was like, was just about to go- yeah. Yeah. Because they traced the real one. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the one that rang. So she caught and she even called his mom because he the when he was four days cooking with Jesse, he said he was visiting, he was his, visiting mom. his mom. He mm-hmm. wasn't. So she kicks him out of the house. Uh, but she's leaving for the weekend. She went to Hank and Marie. So he's at home. And then that's when you get the plane crash. And it's because of Jane's father is like an air traffic control guy. Yeah. And they smash planes because he's just like so fried when he gets back to work and you get the stuffed animal. And so I read this. I thought, I thought this was interesting. The titles of the episodes for the first, fourth, tenth, and thirteenth form a sentence, which reveal an event that takes place in the season finale. If you add thirty-seven down over down. Albuquerque, hmm. and those are the episodes too that all have the opening teaser in black and white with the teddy bear. It's like shit, like this, man. It's like this, like insane, blows right? my mind. Yeah, and the whole oh, that's it's awesome. so good. I also read, though, that season two, more so than the other seasons, they knew from the get-go exactly everything about it. Like, they knew how it was going to end, and it took forever to do it. And Vince Gillian was like, we didn't do it with the other ones because it was just, like, so much work. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, like it's just <laughs> crazy. But like this season, like they knew every step of the way what they were doing. Like it it might be a perfect season of television. I think it really is. It's one of the better it's one of the better seasons of this show, which is saying a lot. Oh yeah. It's a great show. What else jumps out of you as we wrap up here from from this season? I mean, just the writing of this show. Like I said, there's stuff that there's no small details. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, we could uh, we could deep dive into this. We've been at this for over an hour right now. And like we could go even deeper into this. And I'm sorry we can't, honestly, because yeah. we didn't really get into the whole stuff with like Hank and Marie and like Marie no. shoplifting and all that stuff. And like, no, Hank, like yeah. Hank's kind of losing his mind. Yeah. At this point uh, with the like they like PTSD and like he gets promoted and then demoted. Yeah, he's getting like anxiety too. He's got like super bad anxiety, yeah. and that bubbles up next season. So that even pays off next season mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. goes after Jesse. You know, so there's and he's just circling Jesse like he's the whole time. He's just circling the two of them. Like anytime something big happens, like Hank's there, like he's and, right there the whole time, and which so, makes the reveal. Yeah, when Hank reads the, he puts it all together. Oh, it's um, unbelievable! Yeah. So the season basically ends. Jesse's in like rehab and. Uh, Saul has Jesse's money and he'll give it to him when he's clean. Mm-hmm. Walt is home, but he's also getting kicked out of his home. Yes. And like, you know, he just has a new baby and they're trying to get rid of him. But they have Saul. They now they know Mike. They have their relationship with Gus. And so that's sort of where this is headed. But holy smokes. And, and it's great because, like I said about Gus Frank, as I itch my leg and go away from the microphone, you, these like big bads usually last about a season. Yeah. And Hank and Gus is the next two. So he's like, he's yeah. in it until season four, right? He's constantly uh, yeah. there. So I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, you add yeah. Saul, Gus, and Mike. And then even Jane has like a six episode arc where she is so impactful and she's going to play a role. Yep. Like for, for, the, for the rest of Jesse's life, like that. And Hector Salamanca. Here. Hector Salamanca. Yeah. So like all these big. Character like there's no small characters, no small parts here. So we lost who do we lose? We lost Tuco, Combo, and Jane. I think Spooge. Spooge. All right. <laughs> pick of the pods, all of pick you of guys. Yep. Speaking of the pick of the pod, Ryan. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend the goal? I will defer. All right. I will receive this week. And this is one of those times where we do a pick of the pod of something we haven't seen yet. Yeah. But the Between Two Ferns movie comes out on Netflix this Friday. I'm so excited. I can't wait. So we'll talk so about I'm gonna that. Set a, I'm going to set it. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. So good. talking about something that they dropped a trailer. It's So what I'm my pick of the pod will be a trailer for something that comes out next month. Okay. And that is season two of Castle Rock. Did you watch Castle Rock? It's no. On Hulu? No. So it's the it's based in Castle Rock, Maine. And it's like all the story, like the Stephen King stories like exist. Mm-hmm. In kind of um, in one town, mm-hmm. and it's main. It looks like Derry, obviously. Um, but Bill Skarsgård was in the first season. Okay. Um, uh, what's her name? Carrie Underwood. No, 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 no. Carrie, the move from the movie Carrie. Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek is in it. Um, and this one actually follows. Um, it's Lizzie Kaplan. Ooh. And Tim Robbins are both in it, and Lizzie Kaplan plays. Amen. Annie Wilkes. Oh, cool. From Misery. Yeah. So she's like the nurse. So it's happening in the town. And cool. all Stephen King stories happen in one town. Oh, it's awesome. I'll have, to give, I'll have to give that a go. So that comes out, I think, October 28th, right around Halloween. So Very nice. watch the trailer for um, 
Castle Rock. Right. Next week we will do Breaking Bad season three. And you guys uh, hit us up on Twitter at Dork Podcast and email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, what do you guys think is the best way to attack these movies we, or these uh, seasons? We can do episode by episode or we can just sort of take the general premise from it, the storylines. What do you guys like better as we sort of prepare for El Camino, which comes out, I believe, October yeah. 11th? Let's see what we do, like best moments, worst moments. Yeah. All that you know, stuff. stuff like deep dive into like one specific thing or we can do like this, like glaze over some episodes and not really get too deep into it yeah i'm not sure i honestly don't know like as we were doing this i wasn't sure if we should have just had like five main questions from the season or what but we can we can experiment as we will do the next yeah. three coming yeah. up you Maybe guys can vary it very well you know kick it around crazy yeah rate review and subscribe on the itunes and everywhere else tell a friend tell a dork you can subscribe on youtube as well youtube.com slash dork podcast uh no twitch stream sadly it is no dead. It's, a, it's done it's done for the time well it's it's got a do not resuscitate yeah. right now Oh, geez. A yeah. DNR? Oh, DNR. Boy. Um, that's all I got, Ryan. The worms yeah. are their money. The bones are their dollars. The bones are their dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Want something? Billy me or Billy him? <laughs> yeah, uh, both Billy? You're both Billy? No, that's why I'm so fucking confused. <laughs>